Welcome to the Lively Podcast. Hey dudes. Says we're live at least. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's just one of those weird things, I think. Um, you jumping right into it? Yeah, we might as well get right to it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take the floor on this one. Well, I think that, you know, all I really say, I think a lot of it is, this is, this is the thing, one of the biggest things that I see about the whole issue, right? It's not just police brutality, but I think a lot of it is we've seen it so long, so seen it so much for so long that it's become numbing. And then when white people see that, they start to get, you know, this white guilt. And so what they do is they suppress it and then they push it off to the side and let's say, how do you feel about that, Mr. Black man? You're the one that's going through it. But instead, what I think the, the narrative should be, it should be, you know, white people coming together amongst each other and saying, this isn't right. Something, there's, a, there's an issue going on, right? We need, to, we need to figure out what's going on within, you know, law enforcement, within the laws that are um, giving us these opportunities or, um, you know, what we see is not right. You know, it's, it's, I think it's, it's a, as a collective and the people that have power and have privilege need to be more vocal about this being the end. I mean, we can march and shout. We've been doing that for, you know, years. Ever? You know, forever, you know, since for, for 400 years. And that's kind of the, you know, that's kind of what I want to go back to, too, is, you know, the, the idea of policing is policing. You know, you can't, you can't police anything. There's nothing to police, right? There has to be something some sort of policy in place that you have to police and to protect, right? Protect and serve. When we say police need to protect and serve, they're protecting and serving white interest. And it's always been like that in this country. So, you know, the, the, the other word is officer. And I've said this before, the root word KRS-One said this, in, in a, you know, woo, woo, that's the sound of the police. You're talking about like an, an overseer, an officer me is is like a is a roundabout way of saying overseer, and an overseer was the you know the the guys on the horses that would, and I don't want to say use the word slave because I want to use the word you know because that kind of dehumanizes what these people were. They were black people, you know, black men and women who were in the fields working to you know help white interests again that's what overseas job was was to make sure that was to happen so we're still seeing this 400 plus years now and nothing's really changed because we haven't really we've been keep we've, we keep putting band-aids over it we keep you know you know talking about what we would have done talking about oh this is just a terrible thing and it's 2020 you know what i'm saying like it's you think with all these technological advancements we get past you know somebody one human being you know thinking less of another human being being just based on their their skin pigment so i have more to talk about but i also want to you know get more into what your thoughts and what you think because i think it's important that you really have a voice about this too well first and first thing um i will never go through a day in your life right uh or or 
a day in your shoes to where I have to fear for what, what may or may not happen at a certain time, right? Whether it's you just walking down the street to go to the grocery store or whether it's you driving anytime, right? I don't have those same, I guess, fears. I, I don't know if they're fears, but like just hesitations that, that you do, right? Or, or like the subtle thoughts in the back of your head, like what if? Um, yeah, I, I don't have that. So for me, it's just, it's a shitty situation that we're in again, because we've seen it all before over and over again. But it's, it's like that for me, I feel like this time more people are speaking out, right? Like there's, there's that meme that goes like, bad thing happens at circle. We get mad about it. Nothing really happens. We forget. And then just does that cycle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like expressing our stuff on social media only gets uh, to a certain audience because we're all saying the same things at least. Right. That's why we're all friends on social media. We're not right, really yeah. Yeah, we're, common we're, interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what frustrates me the most is uh, the white people I grew up with, you know, in the small town um, that seems to be very ignorant on the situations at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever they hear like Black Lives Matter or any, anybody that has died, right? A name that anybody's died, they, they say, oh, what about this? Or all lives matter. Yeah. It's like no one has said that only Black Lives Matter. Right. <laughs> no one yeah. and it, it's frustrating because you you see it with even people that you care about mm-hmm. and it's it's like just learn please learn like it's n- never too late to learn even if you're old right, right. It, it's i know when it's people more get, difficult it's yeah. more difficult because they're stuck in their ways but yeah right and, and it's and just humans right we're we we have a hard time admitting when we're wrong. Mm-hmm. We will fault somebody else and, or divert, right? Um, and, I, and I think what people need to do is just honestly, we can't say, you know, walk in your shoes because I can't. I'm going to be treated absolutely different compared to you. Right. Even if I'm trying to walk in your shoes. I, but I think people need to educate themselves and have those hard conversations with people. And it may suck. It may be a blow to your ego that you may be wrong about something. But if, it's, if you're wrong about something and the end goal it, it, is that it betters the world, it's okay to be wrong and then fix your wrong. Right. <laughs> Agree. It, it seems that simple. But I think a lot of it is, too, there's a lot of white people that that's suffer from white guilt. And, you know, the backlash, not even the backlash, but like, I guess the the karma that comes with, you know, an uprising, especially people that are, you know, white supremacy or whatever, think that, you know, there's a, you know, a superior race or whatever. The fact that they think that black people are going to uprise or Hispanic people or whoever, people of color are going to uprise and overtake whatever. And then the world's going to go to shit. When in reality, if you look at the history, you know, people of color don't have a history of being extreme, extremely violent and, you know, volatile and, you know, war started over 
like huge wars, world wars have never started over people of color. So, I mean, I think it's, it's just that they, they feel, I feel like there's a lot of white guilt in, in the karma that may come from all the things that they've done. But in reality, I know black people aren't like that. We're not, you know, the, it's funny to say this, like, I don't think there's a lot of, I don't think there's a lot of, oh, we're gonna, we wanna go back and do to them what they did to us side of kind of mentality. We don't have that kind of mentality. I think a lot of it is, no, we just wanna preserve ours, the people that we love and, you know, love everybody. If everybody eats, we're good. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that it's came to like, it's finally 2020 and it came to, it came, it kind of came amidst when everybody's not doing anything. That's when like, we're seeing so many people pouring into the streets, businesses going, closing down. You know what I mean? It's kind of, I don't really believe in coincidences, but you know, it's coincidental that there's a correlation between people not doing stuff at home and them saying this. And now all of a sudden we want to be up in ours when, you know, this happens every single day. And, you know, it just happened to be filmed at the wrong place at the right time. Right. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I really don't know what to say. I mean, all I can do is support you uh, and right. uh, the, the people that I'm friends with and support your guys' cause because I believe in the same shit as you do. Uh, obviously, it's a little d- deeper rooted with you guys. Um, well, but and then, then that one, I'm going to stop you right there, too, because that right there is divisive, saying you guys and going to support you guys and you know what I mean? Like, if it's truly everybody, if everybody's, if you're really feeling that, it's it's your fight too. It's what you need to do to make it right as well. It's not you guys. Like, yeah, I'm going to support black business because I really believe in what kind of product that they have. So I'm going to donate money. I'm going to, you know, shout them out on this post. I'm going to invite him, him or her here. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just you guys because that's defi- divisive in itself. Yes, we're talking about, you know, black people, you know, being treated equal, just like everybody else, by, specifically by a, a group, right? Because we don't want to group everybody into saying all white people are like the police. But we do know that police officers in this country protect white interests. So when white people That's recognize, true. when they recognize like, oh, I have a privilege, I have, you know, I feel a certain way about this, I need to go ahead and be like, okay, I think a lot of it is lacking empathy, right? Because I'm not saying all white people lack empathy. I'm saying that there are a lot of white people because they're privileged, they lack that empathy to feel, man, I am so disconnected from what that is growing up in the hood or whatever the case may be, whatever thought they, that they might have, because I've heard it before, that you know they they just completely, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to show that empathy, but it's like, okay, if you look at the history, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened. If you see somebody trying to do something, a black person trying to do something, regardless of where you, whether or not you know uh, where that specific person came from, you know as a collective group, black people have been marginalized. So you're like, okay, Definitely. black person must have, you know, really worked hard to get where they need to be, to get an LLC, to create a business, to go to school amongst institutions that have normally just like got them there because of sports 
or to fit a quota. Um, yeah, just have that recognition and like say, hey, get to know this person, try to figure it out. Cause you know, we know that had that been, you know, a white person on the ground, that people would be up in arms. That's that's the bottom line. That's that's what it is. Um I I don't think the white community would have been up in arms. If what? If if it was a a white guy on the ground that got that died. Yeah, that got sat on, like you know, just applied pressure. Maybe not yeah. once. Maybe not the first time. You know, but I think if there's a recurring theme that's happened for years and years and years, and finally we're having enough, I think so. Yeah, I think actually no. I take that back. No, I don't. I don't retract my statement at all. I really think they would be up in arms. You know, because it's one of their own that it's happening to those guys would be convicted right off the bat. The fact, I want to know if there's a statistic in, you know, how many police officers have been tried and convicted of murder in the first degree of any of the, anything that we've seen. How many? Bet it's a big, fat, Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, that right there should tell you that there, there's something seriously wrong and something needs to happen. Right. And now, finally, you know, we've all gotten a little bit smarter and wiser. We're like, yeah, this ain't right. We need to, you know, this ain't happening. And people are now starting to revolt. And now we're starting to see, you know, the militarization of police. We're starting to see the National Guard being called, you know, talks of martial law happening, 5G towers going up. Are they? You know, are they going up? Oh, they've been up. I'm well, pretty you know, sure they just they just flipped the switch. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of going lot going on. There's a lot more deeper. I told remember when we were talking about that episode where we had conspiracy theory? Yeah, yeah. And I told you to watch there was a certain documentary that I told you to watch. And it goes deeper than it goes deeper than black people, it goes deeper than whatever right black people being marginalized we're just the most marginalized because there's less of us on here and we're the only people that have not come to this country freely right yeah so i mean we're still seen as property of the united states we're not really free we're just not slaves so to speak um by the way we are no longer live on facebook for some reason the version we were using uh is outdated. Um, however, this episode's still recording, so fuck it. <laughs> no, but no, but I definitely get what you're saying, man. And um, uh, my apologies for using the the wrong terminology because it, it is the same fight I want to fight. Um, yeah. So I, instead, yeah, my brother, my, my brother is uh is speaking in protest right now. Oh dang. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's the same fight I want to fight, and I th I think I phrased it incorrectly. So my apologies on that one. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's it's just the crazy shit we live in, man. And um, I was kind of having a small conversation with my dad. It's it's we can do as much as we want sitting here uh, and you know going out and protesting like a lot of our friends are doing. Um, but in, unless the people of power actually f decide to fucking listen. It's just going to fall on deaf ears and 
it's just going to continue to do what it's doing, repeating itself, and we're going to be here again, and so on. But I mean, it, what, it's what not. I, what I will say is I, I think what's helping is the fact that everybody now seems to be tapped into social media and it's blowing up everything to the point to where now people have to do something. That and they've all been quarantined for so long that they're ready to <laughs> take their yeah. energies elsewhere. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm actually very happy to see it's not just you know, people in, um, you know, Minneapolis or, or, you know, Portland or New York, it's people around the world are doing this type of stuff. And right. they're like, Hey, it's time to motherfucking change. Cause we've been doing the same shit for way too long. Right. Yeah. And I, I forget. Oh, I saw a post on obviously the, the social medias, um, talking about racism in sports and I, they were trying to have a discussion on um, the most racist sport out there. And I didn't say anything on the post cause you know how you, you comment on something and who knows where that can go or be interpreted. Right. Wow. Um, but man, like there's, there's a lot of racism in soccer. Like I, I've just been starting to hear the stories about, you know, um, the, the players that come from Africa and play in, you know, Europe France. and France. yeah. And they just, yeah. they get shit thrown at them. Uh, they get called all sorts of names. Um, yeah. And it's just, and I did see a post by a soccer player from Africa. I forget who it was, but it basically said, we have enough money and all the, the best athletes in the world. Now we can take this and go make Africa the league everyone wants to come to instead of playing yep. in yep. in the stadiums where we get called names. It's true. I mean, I mean, that's in any sport. I mean, we'll be brutally honest, any, any major sport, you know, black people dominate the sport. doesn't matter. And you could talk about quick twitch, get all scientific to talk about quick, quick twitch muscles or whatever, but, or the melanin or whatever, but that's just the way it is. That's why, I mean, you see Giannis out there, 6'10", jumping out the gym, longest arms ever, dominating, bullying through people. You know, he's Nigerian, and they call him the Greek freak. You see how they want to call him the Greek freak, but he's Nigerian. Right. You know, just, I don't know. It's a, it's a, if it works for white people, they try to take it, take control over it. It's, it's something, I don't know. It's just like there's, there's some sort of control issue that white folks have. Like if they're not in control, then <laughs> it doesn't work. That's true. I mean, it's it's brutal to be brutally honest. I mean, I mean, we see it throughout the ages. You know, it's um, we see it in sports. The fact that you know, Colin Kaepernick couldn't get a job because what he was protesting was not, and they try to blow it out of proportion and say it was something about the flag, but it wasn't anything about the flag. But it had nothing to do with the flag. It had to do with what the flag was representing was not representing what it was supposed to represent. Yeah. And now now that now it's it's funny that like, you know, people want to talk about that and be like, well, that wasn't as bad as we thought. Now was it? Right. <laughs> like he was raising awareness without saying anything, really. Right. Like he, he was obviously vocal about his cause. Yep. But he wasn't 
he wasn't damaging anything. He wasn't yelling at anybody. He was literally protesting in silence. And people were like, you're disrespecting the police, the troops, America. Right. And it had nothing nothing to do with that. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think he should have a job. I didn't never thought he should have been blackballed. Um, I'm sorry. There, there, there's a shit ton of bad white quarterbacks that have jobs. Absolutely. I mean, and that just goes to show that it doesn't matter if you are a great player at the end of the day, if you are, cause Ben Roethlisberger got off a rape. So that's a whole nother can of worms. We don't really need to get into, but. Do worms even come in cans anymore? And Michael Vick. I saw a meme where it said, you know, Michael Vick got more time than any of the 493 police officers that um, was charged for assault or whatever on uh, on black people. Yeah, he, he served more time hurting dogs than people serve time killing right. people. Right. He served more time than what's his face from Stanford that raped that unconscious girl. Right. Like right. behind a dumpster. Right. And then Yikes. Dylan Ruth gets off. Like it's three months. Like if it's not oh, yeah, if okay. it's not clear to people right now that this is not that we live in, you know, in a country that protects white interests, that's what the police do. That's what the government does. You know, protects white interest, protects the white way. The white way is the right way. So, you know, the only reason why you never hear about Asian people, you don't hear about Indian people, you don't hear about Mexicans. You do hear about Mexicans getting, but they're just so close, right? The reason why you never hear them getting, you know, brutally beaten, killed, whatever, is because we're still not seen as as human beings like we're still seeing this chattel sold this chattel with three-fifths of oak so yep well shit will change and shit has to change right and the only way it's going to change if we keep doing what we're doing <laughs> speaking out because sooner or later they will have to listen yeah um yeah i can't help but like i mean the the thing is is that groups have to come together and i mean we could do all the marching we could do all the yelling we could do all the clapping all the oh lord you know all that stuff but you know like there has to be some sort of unity like you know where one person looks at that and is like that's totally not right I don't care. I'm going to take my interests out of this, protect my protection out of this to let this person know that I got your back. Because at the end of the day, it's common human decency and it's improving quality of life. And when stuff like that happens, obviously it doesn't improve quality of life because it's got people running scared. Right. And then white people have this guilt, this white guilt that comes up. So if you don't want to have that white guilt, you do something about it. Your voice is very important, especially since you are the privileged one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I, I don't mean to make light of this, but I mean, it says something when the, the, the funny thing that we randomly would joke about, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Right. 
Like, people think I mean, that still. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people. There's a large majority of people that think that that way. And you might even, even maybe not inadvertently, maybe they won't come out and say that. But just like the way we do things. It's, it's, the, it's the behind your back racism. Yeah, but it, your face, they love you. <laughs> it's it's not even that though. Like it's not even it's not even that. Like I can have the same credentials on a job as somebody else, but because my race is this, that they're going to be more likely to get it. It's not even to that extent, even though that happens. It's more so like even the way the streets are paved. You know, the way the buildings have to have a code, a certain code for them to work. Like who decided that code? Who decided that it you have to wear a business suit? For you to look business businessy or what was what was the, st the statistic they did um in predominantly black communities there's more liquor stores and cigarette yeah. shops liquor stores and gun stores yeah yeah, yeah. Th then in white suburbia that's a tale as old as time i don't even know what it is anymore <laughs> I, I don't i don't know either I remember watching Boys in the Hood, and that's what Lawrence Fishburne was talking about. I mean, there's a great clip when he's talking about that. Yeah. Then you go over here, and it's like, or you just go out into the country where there may not even be a gun store, and they just fucking love themselves some guns, and they got more guns than small armies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they have access to them. They have nothing else to do but shoot <laughs> shit up. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, it's fucking crazy, man. Um, I, I honestly wish we were in a position to where this wasn't a, a topic anymore. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel you 100%. But I guess as long as there's greedy people, you know, that run the world, that we are. Because the thing about it is everything you do, everything, every part of your daily life is a part of some sort of matrix. Like you are, you know, the sports that you watch, if you really pay attention to it, like, like what? Who are the people that they're trying to put stress on? Who, like, who are they praising for? You know, little, little the subtle things that they do. Um. Like, yeah, you just have to pay attention to this stuff. It's not even. I mean, it's 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 blatantly in front of your face now. Like, you can't even hide it because you've seen so much of you. Like, oh, yep, that's what that is. Yep, that's what that is. I mean, you've got. You've got Donald Sterling, prime example, a racist white owner. In, <laughs> with in with, the, a, with in a black girlfriend. In the new age, I don't even know if she was black. I think she was like Asian or something. But that the point is, she was, you know, the fact that he's owning stuff. And we have a lot of those people in power right now. And there's a lot of people in the Supreme Court like that that have those same ideas. And there's a lot of people, you know, in the shadow government, whatever, that are like that. You know, we can go deeper into that, but that's that's for another day, different topic. If we keep Whatever, talking so. about the shadow government on here, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna come knocking on somebody's door. Whatever. Like, but hey, Anonymous is back. Did you see that? Yeah, Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, they've been shut, they were shut down and reopened and all the rest of that. But yeah. They're back, they're going ham on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. They're going after all the politicians. So I guess what people can do is like, like I said, support, you know, really, if you really believe in the product that somebody's giving you, it shouldn't matter who owns it. 
Like, believe in it because it's a good product, not because of who owns it, right? If you don't see enough of a race there, always question that. Why don't, why aren't there a lot of black people here? Or why am I the only person here? You know what I mean? And try to have those conversations and not feel uncomfortable, right? You're not going to lose your life because you're in a space where there's a lot of people who are still thriving, you know what I mean? Unless you start some stuff. Like the only reason why you need to have the Second Amendment right is to protect yourself. Right. A lot of team to protect yourself from people who are crazy who can't think like that. You know, who think it's okay to just do whatever they want. No, it's like have some order and decency that way. You know, improve the quality of life that way. But at the end of the day, you know, that's what it's for. Yeah. Um it's just it's just a bummer because I feel it's gonna be one of those things that repeats again, right? We're all gonna get up in arms, and I'm not saying all. It's like everybody. I mean, like a large majority of us, mm-hmm. and us being humans, um, will be up in arms about this. And then as June goes on, it will slowly fade away. People won't be talking about it much anymore. And then we'll randomly be in that same spot we are before to where something else is going to happen. And all of a sudden, boom, we're up in arms again when shit should be taken care of earlier or fucking now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it sounds nice. It really does sound nice. It's just when we get people get tired of like, like I said, we get tired of doing the marching and. You know, it's cool to see, you know, a bunch of people coming together and, you know, you know, fuck this COVID shit. This is, uh, you know, this is way more important. I mean, but, you know, this is 30 plus thousand people without jobs too. You know, without a livelihood. Yeah, no I, pun intended. I just, uh, I just officially lost my job today. Right. No, like officially. They, they, they I was put on the random late, like, you have a Zoom call in two hours. Right. Wonderful. We know what that is. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and as far as supporting, you know, black businesses, I, I, I feel it's going to be one of those things again. Um, again, not everybody's going to be like that, but I think there's going to be a, lot, a large rush of people that will go and support black businesses and then stop supporting black businesses. Right, just because it's a trend. Right. Um, and it, what I find hilarious is the people that are hopping on the trend are from, you know, small town Oregon, where I know they, they, they don't view shit like this, but they're hopping on the, the trend because, you know, Facebook and Instagram and right. they want the likes. And it's just like, I know, I know you don't fucking yeah. view shit like that. I've, yeah, I've heard I'm, you speak. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it is, you know, the culture vulture mentality as well, you know, where you take black Stuff that's created by black people and then as soon as a white person puts it on, all of a sudden it's cool. No, it's been cool. You just stole it and then you put a price on it. Um, like box braids or I saw a meme today, Kim Kardashian had braids in, Bad Baby had braids in. Now all of a sudden it's cool when, you know, Poetic Justice came out in like the 90s and we saw Janet Jackson with her hair like that. You know, so there's like a lot of, there's a lot of that going on too. Like, the styles that we have, like you want to have our style, but you want to hate us at the same time. That doesn't make any sense. You want to like do everything we do, but 
you know, they want to hate at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Of course, when I say you, I don't mean you. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Because right. when you were saying that, I was picturing people in my head. Right. Like, I'm right. like, yeah, that person and right. that person. And they might be a lot closer to you than you think. You know, they might have those, you know, they might joke every now and again. And, you know, I see it all the time, like the little jokes and everything. And I just, you know, let it slide because I'm like, hey, you just come. I also think, you know, being a racist is very low level of thinking, very, very low level of thinking. To think that somebody else, that you have power over somebody else is just, that's a lower. Or, a or, or someone is inferior to you because exactly. of color. Right. Exactly. I'm, okay. And this, this, I broke this down to, to somebody, I forget who it was. I think it was somebody in Newburgh. This is a while ago. Um, I was, I was like, I was like, listen, if I went and stayed in the sun, a place that was sunny, I tan really, really well. Obviously, if we all lived in an area where there's a fuck ton of sun, our skin color will change over time. Right. It's motherfucking evolution. All right. And vice versa. Right. If you don't come from a lot of sun, your skin will get a lot paler. If you live in the mountains, your skin will get a lot paler because you don't yes, need you're not, sun. Right. And I go, okay, so... If you know me and I went and lived somewhere and came back super tan, would you think different of me? If, if you forgot about me and all of a sudden, like, you're like, oh, wait, you look really tan. Right. And they're like, that's how silly it is. They're, they're like, well, no. And I'm like, it's the same shit. It's a fucking human being. Right. Don't be dumb. <laughs> And, and, and they're like, they're like, well, it's not the same shit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I go, I, I just told you I'm coming back with a different shade of, of skin because I was in the sun. Right. I go, they're naturally born that way. <laughs> right. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And, and that's well, I mean, let's let's be honest here as well. How many times have we seen, uh, you know, Karen go and and hop in the tanning bed because she likes how her skin looks tan. I mean, yes, it's, it's important to get that vitamin D, but you know, at the end of the day, you're tanning because you, you're trying to get that exotic look. It looks nice. Yes. <laughs> hey, I will admit I, I do tan because I look better tan and I'm a little I mean, chubby. So let's be honest, a little chub that's tan looks better than a pale chub. It's, it's the same thing with the big booties. <laughs> It's the same thing with, you know, why women want big booties because they want to look like these exotic women. Uh, Callie, was, Callie was born with one. So there's, there's one white girl that uh, was born with one. Well, sure. I mean. But the Instagram models, I get what you're saying. Very few and far between. That's, that, you know. Yeah. Cause I don't it, know if it's, if it's from co coffee and squats or, you know, whatever. Well, let's be honest with ourselves. When we're in the gym, right? There's always the, the quote-unquote Instagram models, and what are they doing? They're always doing squats. You never squats, stairs, and a little bit of an elliptical. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, it, it's trendy, whatever. But you know, at the end of the day, just be honest of where you got your where you got your information for inspiration from. Like, what your fitspiration? Where did you get that from? What are you Beyonce. trying to target? You know, for real, just. Just be 100 about it. That's why I think that a lot of that is why 
black people are that we don't get upset of like we get upset when we lose one of our but we're like we know it's we know it's culture vulture we know what it is it's right in front of our face and we kind of laugh at it because we're like yeah it's expected you know it's it, it's sad that it comes to that but like yeah it's expected we still thrive and we're still here and it's after 400 years of this shit you know what i'm saying and we're still here so we're not going anywhere you could try to like I mean, if you if you play guns, you're gonna play everybody. They've been trying to trying to they've been trying to figure out a a gene that black people have that is so different from white people and isolate that gene so that it only affects black people or people of people of color. And they're not gonna find it because we're all connected in some genetic form. There's a video that I watched when I was in elementary school from way back, but they did this test on all these kids when they rolled and the like, TV in. <laughs> yeah, when you rolled the TV in, exactly. But basically, like, they all took, like, mouth swabs just for their, just to get some genetics on it. And they found that there was more people with similar genetics of different racial backgrounds than the people that had the same. So it was a, a black girl and a, a black dude that had different, their genetics were more different than a black dude and a Hispanic woman or a black dude and a, uh, and a white man. Like, there were, those two were closer than the two black people so i mean that's what i'm saying like that ideology is so old it's so it doesn't make any sense there's no well i think i think what doesn't help right for for the people that have yet to go get culture right like right. to go and get somewhat educated right on hey people of a different race, different from different countries, different thoughts and backgrounds, they're okay. <laughs> uh, I, th I think what doesn't help is, I mean, we still see it. Uh, the media portrays the, the black man as a threat. Right. <laughs> well, and it's not even the media. It's like even in the, I mean, the media, yeah, but I guess if you can count movies as media. But I mean, yeah, you, it's hard for people to separate media, the, the movies from what is actually going on in reality. Like, you don't see black people bombing, bombing places or going into churches shooting people up just because of their color. You don't see black, black people doing that. It's all white people. I'm not saying all white people are evil. And I think Ari Spears, the comedian, says it best all the time. He's like, you know, not all white people are such and such. But as a race, collectively, you know, per capita, this has happened more. We're fucking those. crazy. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, and I I'm at, and I, I see, and, and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm caught in a bind too because I'm half white, half black, and so I'm sitting up here like, I could have a an uncle who's a KK member, KKK member, and I can also have an uncle who's a Black Panther, and so I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. You hate somebody, you, you're at arms, up in arms, trying to protect each other's interests, right? More so, black folks trying to, you know, the Black Panthers trying to protect their interests because they're the ones getting, getting all the ridicule and marginalized and knees on necks and all the rest of that. So, I mean, and you have to think about like the street code and every code that people have, you know, codes come into place to protect certain people from, you know, the whole, whole reason why the Bloods and the Crips started, you know. It, it was more burned out of the Black Panther movement. 
you know, just to protect neighborhoods from police brutality or people trying to take over their businesses, right? Have you ever heard of Black Wall Street? Yes. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1921? It was, it was like, booming. Booming. Like, in one of the dopest spots. And somebody got jealous and was like, no, nah, we don't like this. Let's go ahead and bomb this, burn this down, whatever. Granted, that's 1921. That could happen again. You know, a, a, I've been trying to stress that a new Tulsa, and that's why I say support black businesses. I don't say that necessarily just because I want to get rich, because it's not even about wealth all the time. It's not. It's about sustainability and preserving a people and preserving rights and things. And that's one. That's one step. Yes, in a nice world, everybody gets along. It's happy go lucky. But right now, that's the powers that be. The powers that be are saying, nope, we want to keep these people here because they keep them. If we keep them here, we can stay up here. And that's where a lot of people didn't like the idea of equality, because it's not about equality, it's about equity, getting everybody their needs, whatever level they're at. In right. relationships, in your relationship, you don't go, it's not. It's dangerous to say, in my relationship, we do everything 50-50. You don't do everything 50-50. You put 100% in of what you can put in, and that person puts in 100% of whatever they can put in. Right. Right. It doesn't matter. You're still putting in the maximum effort that you can to make something happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it brings it back to something else I saw when you brought up the, the equity and the equality, right? Right. Like, uh, they had, I think it was like th three people, three, three people standing behind a baseball field fence right. trying to watch the game. Right. The taller guy could see, the middle one could maybe see, and the short one couldn't. Then they gave them all three the same boxes. Well, one of them still That's couldn't equal. see. <laughs> right. The boxes were equal. They all gave them equal. Yeah. It's and like these stimulus, the stimulus checks that we're getting, that people are getting. Everybody's getting their, the same amount, but it's doing more for others than it's, than it's not. Right. You know what I mean? Like, people can't live off of $1,200. It might help somebody else's pocket, but no, nah, they need a little bit more. Give them a little bit more so they can see over the fence and they can breathe for the next couple. Yeah. And then the, the, the following image was, you know, like almost like, each box was different sized right? to help everybody see over the fence. Right. <laughs> Essentially that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the basic understanding of what equity is. And I mean, you could even put it in sports, you know what I mean? We look at Dennis Rodman as this wild dude, but he contributed no offensive game other than rebounds. And that was his job. So he got praised for doing his job. If everybody does puts in a hundred percent of what they can put in, you're going to have a success, successful formula. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. That's what a lot of elites don't understand. Like that's nature. That's just naturally how it goes. That's no, that's no nurturing involved in that. That's hundred percent nature. A team will function properly, right? That you won't have turmoil. You won't have people in the streets if everybody is equitably accountable. Right. What is it? Um, uh, yeah. Like if you look back, say, old school we don't have the modern technology and or the hunting stuff right not everybody's a hunter right, right. you you have your foragers and then you have the people right. that that process the stuff that comes in right like everyone knew their role and they right. did it well hence why said village or uh community or kingdom right. flourished because everyone right. had that role now right. we can we can dive into the the whole uh aspect of the fact that some of those people weren't treated fairly or paid or whatever. But if we take out that and the specific um, views on certain roles, right? 
right. everyone did their role and said community kingdom or whatever flourished. Right. I mean, is everybody eating at the end of the day? Right. <coughs> Wait, did, did I send you the, the meme of uh, Adam Sandler? If, uh, if I eat, everybody eats. Adam was, mean, a, Adam, was a person? Was a yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that dude makes sure all his friends are in the movies. Yeah. I mean, I mean, essentially, that's what, it, that's what it's about. I mean, you look at any kind of industry, any kind of, you look at the music industry, you look at Dr. Dre. Say, let's take Dr. Dre, for example. And he's, he's this big name guy. So he got big through a group, a collective group of different talents, right? And then they ended up having to break off. So he has, he uses his platform and now he signs a guy by the name of Eminem, right? Mm -hmm. Eminem, Eminem gets famous because he's signed by, by Dr. Dre, whatever. Because we're talking about rap music at the moment. Right. Um, signed by doc, Dr. Dre, who already has this major platform in WA, can make crazy beats, okay. Let's give this guy a listen. Oh, he's got some major talent. Oh, he sells out so many records. He's one of the top eight artists ever to, to walk the earth. Okay. Then we take Eminem, and then we bring in, and he signs a guy named 50 Cent, right? And we all know he puts out a crazy album. He's cool, but he's also a savvy businessman who now makes power and, you know, all the rest of that. And so it just it's like a trickle-down effect of everybody you know, the whole goal is not to just, you know, be at the top and get, you know, wealthy, but you need people underneath, quality people underneath you that can keep funneling and sustaining that, even if you don't do anything, right? Like you're, you've already laid the, the groundwork. Now you can get out the way and let other people flourish off of what you've already laid down. Unfortunately, we don't do that a lot of time in this, you know, in this country. It's like everybody just wants to take and I need more and I need more and I can't get out the way. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if we take that aspect of, I mean, hell, there, there's plenty of other examples of that same, yeah. same thing you just laid out. Yeah. But Obviously, I can't articulate it as well as somebody that has like, you has, know, has gone, done through, it. gone yeah. through economics and things like that. But that's just what I hear and I read and I, I look at it. So. Yeah. yeah, and and to break it down, I guess in the simplest form, for folks who may be like, "What the hell is Anthony talking about?" Um, essentially, build a team and rely on your teammates to help build collective wealth. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but if you're have hypothetically, we're, we're on a basketball team, right? You're having an off night. You're probably going to pass to your teammates because you're having an off night. You're not going to be like, "Nope, I'm taking every motherfucking shot because." I started this goddamn team. Right. You'll be like, no, I'm going to rely on Tyler to take a shot. Now, hope to God I can make one, but you're going to, yeah, you're going to pass me the ball or you're going to pass other teammates the ball and we're going to try to find a way collectively to win. Right. And I don't know, there's some people that do it and there's others that don't. And I, you know, it's, it's, <coughs> it's just kind of to the point to where like, I see, I see it starting to happen a little bit more with our generation. We're starting to realize like, oh crap, like we can do this as a team and still make a shit ton of money. Cool. Like, all right, let's just figure out a, a niche thing we can do all together. Let's bounce ideas off each other right. and let's do it. Right. And then, then the old school folks are like, mm, 
did you go to college? Did you get a degree? Right. Uh, you're not, wait, you're, you're working online? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, <laughs> it's funny because there's a lot of, I mean, racism, the idea of racism is so old that that's like the only thing that hasn't been, that hasn't advanced yet. You know what I'm saying? In this, like, in society. It's the only non-tangible thing that has not changed over the years. Technology's changed. Business models have changed. Um, ideas about sustainability has changed. But this notion, preconceived notion about skin tone being different from somebody else and making them lesser or greater than a person has not changed much. And we're still seeing that, and it's frustrating. Being of both ethnicities, you know what I mean? Because you see everything else changing, like, okay, why can't y'all change? Like, that's really ignorant. Why would you say that? That makes no sense. Boom. And you don't want to cut people off. You want to try and educate them and show them. But because of the way this place has been set up, unfortunately, we still have people with those old mentalities, those old ways, and can't move as fast as technology is moving, as fast as sustainability and business models are moving. Yeah. And I, th I think that's mainly, um, it's, it's mainly the people in power, man. Like we're, 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 I had this discussion with a few people and I think I've had it with you as well. Mm. We're randomly at a point where we're electing 70 year olds and I'm not saying yeah. every, every 70 year old is, has the same views, right? Cause right. they don't, right. Right? right? There are more progressive 70 year olds like my uncle right. John, my right. uncle John is actually a, um, a representative in the state capital here. Um, he's more progressive than a lot. Right. But then the people in power, the like actual power, right. we see him. We, we've read articles about him they're not as progressive as they love to say, like, even if they're a Democrat. Right. It's not even politics, like politics aside, because politics are all, you know, it's predeceived and everybody's part of a club. And it's like George Carlin said, like, it's all a big club and you ain't in it because you keep voting for the same Republican or Democrat, Republican or Democrat, it's all the same basket of marbles. It's all the same apples. Yep. Um, one just might have a little more green tarnish on the other. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. It's just there's a lot I can say. There's a lot I can go on. There's a lot of you know conspiracies and whatnot that I can go on. But you know, at the end of the day, things something needs to change, and that's that's for real. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, we've almost done an hour. Didn't feel like an hour. No. <laughs> Well, in, in lighter news, is there anything you want to talk about specifically well, in sports or update on WWE? Well, how about this? How about we finish this episode? Because I like I like this episode. Okay. Let's uh, let's finish this guy so everyone can listen to it because we kind of got in depth on a lot of things. Obviously, we could have gone a lot deeper. Um, right. And we we can go deeper some other time. Um, yeah. But how about, how about we have this one and then we let the, the people listen to it and then we just come right back with another episode of lighter topics and I like that. They can choose which one to listen to. 
because um, right. I think we're kind of on a roll and we just did an hour without even fucking blinking. <laughs> right, for sure. But nah, and I appreciate you allowing me to like speak my mind and get my, you know, my perspective on a lot of things because there's a lot more I can say and and all that, but also that you put your input input in because I do think it's you have a platform. This is the lively podcast, and I think I mean, especially with your your listeners and you know the the circles that you have. I think your voice is very important um, because when you talk, people listen. Um, not just not just because you're white, but you know people respect you just as a man, as a human being too. So. Right. And, and, and you're also my co-host. So I want to make sure you have right. your voice heard. Um, I didn't want to be in a position where I take over and give my voice because. Right. No, I appreciate that. Because there's a lot of things that you can, you can not only educate the, the listeners on, but also educate me on because you are going to give a perspective that I may not even thought about. I right. may not even realize that's a, something I should or should not have said, or maybe I was looking at it a different way and, I don't know you, you bring a different perspective on a lot of things. And so I was just giving you the opportunity to speak upon something that you have, you have a lot of emotion behind this and mm. we've, we've chatted off off air about different topics and you're right. very passionate about this. So I want to give you your time to, to speak upon it. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. And if anybody like listening, they want to have, you know, they have some dialogue, some things they want to say, we want to hear them, man. We want to talk about them. We like send us emails. Um, you can find my emails, you know, agolden512 at gmail.com. Email me. Tyler Wishers, man. Let's, I mean, for real, open it up. Let's yeah. get people talking. My Let's email have a conversation. Uh, TylerLively89 at gmail. Um, I know Dante, uh, my buddy out of Eugene, he wanted to talk about some stuff. Um, I know my dad want to talk about some stuff. I mean, and, and, and we can do it again uh, as a collective whole. Um, but I think for now it was good just to have you and I. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure, man. Yeah. I appreciate you uh, setting this up and actually talking about what we need to talk about for sure. Yeah. Cause, cause I, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to, to have these conversations because you, you, even in this episode, told me I was wrong. <laughs> I, I worded something incorrectly. And, hey, it fucking happens, and I'd rather have someone tell me I worded it incorrectly or said something wrong than to be like, hmm, that Tyler guy, fuck that guy. <laughs> so, I, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. But, all right, guys, this is the uh, Lively Podcast. We'll have another episode right after this. We're going to try and be on Facebook Live. But if not, appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this one. Um, I know it's, this one's a deeper episode than we normally do, but it was needed. So, sure. thanks for listening. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Thank you.